Trenches. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to From the Trenches, real life in the accounting industry. My name is David Boy from Change GPS. We are brought to you by Change GPS's live from Brisbane event, December 8th from the incredible Howard Smith Wharves in Brisbane. Get your tickets now to hear that was the year that was with Accountants Daily, Phil King, the 2022 Profitability Review with Sharon McLafferty from Slipstream Group and Change GPS members share their best price rise and best client sacking stories of 2022. We're also brought to you by Will and joining me today is me mate, Paul Meisner. Thank you, David. Hello, listeners. Hello, all. Uh, welcome. Uh, episode, David. We've got... Got the awards coming up, mate. We've got lots with a lot's been happening. Lots. I don't know why I say we. There's 13 things in the sheet and you've put none of them in. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, we have the awards coming up and there, and there is a lot. Well, that's something else that Trent, Trent McLaren did all the work for that. Anything else you want to claim? No. I'm not. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. I admire Trent twice in a row in two back to back episodes. It just won't happen. <laughs> I've copped endless grief from him. So he, he's been walking around like the cat that got the milk. Mate, well, he's done a great uh, job because geez, some fantastic finalists at the first ever Australian Accounting Industry Awards, the Trenches, as somebody liked to describe them to me, the Trenches. Ooh, like it. Uh, like it. We got some great finalists here, Paul. You were a judge. How would you rate the quality of submission? I was, I was, I was very, in, I was very impressed uh, on a couple of fronts. Um, certainly, we designed the category so that we would get more uh, people who, who just who hadn't, who weren't already in the spotlight. We made it a big thing that your job couldn't be to be doing this, especially with the industry leader awards. You couldn't just be in the job of. Of, uh, of getting publicity, you couldn't uh, be. It had to be your own voice. It had to be. You had to have been working in practice. Some some great stories. It was great to see a very good mix, uh, male female, um, David as well. Uh, and there was it was really in, in the categories I judged. Uh, one partner firm, community thought leader or industry leader. There was very little talk about the tech solutions. It was all about customer service. It was all about relationship building. It was all about um, that, yeah, that trusted uh, trusted advisor relationship, David, which was really was really great to hear. It'll I, be a wonderful night. I was really impressed with how an- anonised the data was that we got to assess. You're right, there's a great mix between male and female in this, and I can tell you, you have no idea who's male and female when you're judging. These, it's just the best is the best is the best is the best, and it's really that simple. Uh, what I did notice, though, there are people who know how to fill out award applications and there are people who don't. So next year we're going to come together, not us, because you and I have never won anything. But our friends... I did, I did design the categories for me thinking that it would be nice if I didn't... <laughs> Uh, but our friends Shane and Beck have over at uh, Reality Check, so we're going to work with them, and we're going to we're going to do the idiot's guide to filling out an accounting award submission, which hopefully will level the playing field. Because I think there are some people who do great things, but just don't feel comfortable selling themselves. Now, in a pure meritocracy and capitalist world, that does mean you miss out a little bit. 
But if you're a small firm, we just want to make it easier for you to show off how good you are. So we can give you some tools for next year. The awards night is on Thursday, the 1st of December at uh, the super trendy Hinchcliffe House in Circular Quay, Sydney, Paul. Early. Very much looking forward to that. Going to be up for that. It will be a, yeah, wonderful. Looking forward to seeing uh, any any Sydney peeps who want to catch up. I know. Tickets have, uh, about half the tickets have been sold, which is pretty good given how far away it is. Uh, early bird ends in five days. So get your tickets and bring your team. If you're a small firm, bring your team. Use this. You can't, like, I, wanna, I might get in trouble for this. You know what one of the most boring things on earth is? When you're a small business or a small firm and you feel the need to do an end-of-year party, so you take out the three people you work with to lunch and talk about the same things you talk about in the office, it's just that you've spent an extra $500. Don't do that. That's dumb. Come to the Trenches Awards and have an actual party. Yep, yep, exactly, exactly. Bring them, get them out. We've all missed that, David. It will be be wonderful. Black tie. I'm going to have to see whether mine fits. Yeah, mine won't. The tie will. The tie is not the problem. It's the rest of the accompaniment. We have challenges. <laughs> um, I actually, I actually fitted into my wedding suit from ten years ago recently. Not that it's got nothing to do with it, but an accounting podcast. Yeah, that's because just, you don't do any work. You spend your entire week playing golf with famous luminaries like Clayton Notes and Peter Thorpe. Peter Thorpe. Yeah, getting getting around, and then I'll get around on Sunday, and then I'm off to King Island and Barn Boogle. In Tassie, Barmboogle next, next Monday. What's around at Barmboogle go for these days? Uh, this is a trip. There might be a there might be a uh, a, a non commercial plane involved. There might be there, there might be the airstrip at the golf course. There might be <laughs> staying on course. The lobsters might have been pre ordered for dinner on uh, King Island, David. Just <sighs> just maybe tidy little profitable accounting firm you got down there, Paul. Oh, we just oh, heard mate. we just heard you gurgling down your bloody soda stream in your microphone. Oh, sorry. You got to keep hydrated, David. Dude, it's an all this energy all this podcast. Mate, uh, what do what do you got given? I, I don't think I've even accessed the sheet yet. No, so you haven't. What have... You're completely useless. But fortunately for you, the first thing I've got in there is the post that you put on LinkedIn summarising the result of Chartered Accountants AGM. Hey, everyone. Just I hope this button's going to be a round of applause. Well done, everyone, for using your vote. We did nothing. We've been standing on this show talking about stuff we're unhappy about for almost five years. It was a regular day in the office for us, Paul. We did nothing special. The people who did something special, the 776 of you who voted, you're the ones who went to the effort. You went outside your normal routines, your normal standard. It was a grand total of 0.6% of the CA membership that voted. But you sent a message. You are not happy with their strategy, their performance, and you are not okay with them getting a price rise. Power to the people, Paul. Could the real CA member please stand up? Yes, you can. Look, David, I mean, it's the the organisation just seems not to want to listen. Um, I don't know whether they're – I don't know. Oh, they're, don't they're, know in, they're in um, Wakawa. They're in, they're in India at the moment. Uh, I know, yeah, yeah, pl- plenty of selfies going on uh, no, around the traps. I, I think that would always be worthwhile, but anyway. Plenty of, plenty of stuff. Look, it, it's um, – I, I just can't believe it, David. I, mean, I, I, just, I just can't believe that a, a body that talks about member engagement 
is, yeah, seemingly so disinterested with uh, a topic that clearly, you know, it's it's not just a few members' day, but it's it's they they hear it. Certainly, the CA staff in the in the state offices hear the same thing, David. They know, um, you know, from 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 my engagement with various staff in at the organization that they they believe that the uh, you know, there are there are certain structural deficits in in the way the organization is run certainly at the senior leadership but it falls on deaf ears David and I, I just I really worry I'm I'm such I'm, I'm so proud of, of what it took us all to get our CA and the opportunity that we have for the body to do good for our cohort of members, and they are just failing spectacularly. But I, I don't know, David. I don't know what else to do. But look, I think for the for the people who for the members who voted the first time, and who voted, David, my favourite story uh, of the of the however many votes, seven hundred and seventy six. Twenty five people went to the to the uh, effort of voting only to abstain on the vote. If that just isn't a quintessential. Either it was the people who couldn't abstain because they were, uh, you know, were going to benefit from the pay rise, or whether it was just these these older older members going, oh, I need to vote. Oh, I'm not sure which way to vote. Oh, I'll Damn abstain. For exercising their democratic Hilarious. rights. But it's oh. but it's voluntary. Like oh. like I I get abstaining in a mandatory vote, but when it's voluntary, you go to all the effort not to actually register. It's like a anyway, very protest. funny. Uh, no, um, wait, I'll, I'll, but it's just sad. It's the, the, our, our 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 professional bodies, in plural. But where I'm only currently a member of one. Uh, it's just sad, David. Um, I've got something. I might have a scoop here. Oh. Um, I'm not sure they're not listening and they don't care because they were actually quite involved. Now, at 10.26 on the day of the AGM, which I believe is when the AGM was still going on, an email was sent from a CA staff member. Now, I have a, fo- I have a, I have a photo of this email, so I don't know. I have reason to believe it's accurate and that it happened. I have a photo of an email from a staff member at CA this morning, I received a call from the CEO, the CEO's Ainsley Van Onslen, asking for us to get as many members as we can to vote at the AGM that is currently running. The AGM is happening right now from 9.30, but you don't have to attend the whole thing if you're busy. The asking is for you to log in and vote on the two resolutions at Thanks to Access Offshoring for supporting this episode. Access are the offshore recruitment specialists for the accounting industry. With over a decade of industry experience, Access Offshoring helps you to find talented and high quality accountants based in the Philippines, allowing you to create sustainable growth and meet client demands, as well as improving your bottom line and gross profit. Speak to the team at Access Offshoring today to watch a best practice presentation on finding the right staff and creating a high-performing accounting team. Any time during the AGM, which shouldn't take more than five minutes. Uh, it's interesting, David. I, I don't see – I don't necessarily see a problem with that. I, I think they weren't 
by the sounds of it, by what you've read, it wasn't uh, asking people to vote in a certain direction. Doesn't I, I don't see. A, way, I don't no. see a problem with that. No, but here's the problem that I have with it. CA seems to be incapable of reaching out to members and talk to them when they want to be spoken to, but when it comes to lining their pockets with a pay rise, they're more than happy to send out an email and give an ask. That's my Their argument, David, devil's advocate, uh, as I request you to speak a bit more into your microphone, please. The um, Their argument is that they are well engaged um, which which I which I fully understand. I, I don't. I, I don't it's a paradox, think Paul. it's a paradox, Paul. When they put out their oh. poll, because that is all based on data that they get based on surveys, and these things will only ever tell you answers from the people who choose to participate in them. So there's this bias that happens. You're reading data that says, "Are you happy?" from people who bothered to respond to a poll and an email and give a feedback survey. I can tell you a change GPS, most 99% of the reviews emails that we get are positive because yep. the people who don't care don't bother. They're completely disenfranchised. I, I, I think they, they, they fail to engage with people who they, – they fail to have difficult conversations, David. They're just happy I, living in their – I appreciate your uh, – Their your, own bubble. Your your view there, Paul, when I've I've – told that read that email out to a few people and the general the general response is oh doesn't look good does that mean anything well looks matter a little bit in the online world we'll see we'll uh, see next to me what else you got uh i think work from home is done i don't think full-time work from home is going to be it'll be a niche thing for a few firms and a few businesses out there uh sean puri who hosts a really popular podcast my first million um uh, put on Twitter, our company Slack feels dead. There's no company culture. Nobody knows each other when everyone is remote. Anyone got a tool they love that's making their company feel alive and connected? Twitter user Delian responded, an office. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Good luck making your digital culture to people who aren't digital natives. If your staff are digital natives and they know how to build that, fantastic. But if they're not, which is what I suspect the average accounting firm in Australia is, don't bother. Bring them back into the office a couple of days a week. I think the work from home 100% of the time is for niche firms and you can all stop feeling anxiety that you need to do it. Stop feeling pressured by your staff for demanding it. Bring them back in Elon style. You don't like it? Marching orders. I, the boss. I think it's um, – I, I, I don't know whether it's dead, David. I, I don't think it's – I didn't call it dead, did I? You said, I thought you said niche. No, I said it's niche. Huh? I said it's niche. The, the firms there'll be a few firms will do it. The overwhelming majority, nah. I think um, for some people it might be a solution to a very difficult uh, employment market. You may need to uh, have them remote. Therefore, they are at home. But. Um, it is interesting. I have a co-working space. I'm in here today. I come in here rarely, but I don't have any staff in here. So that kind of is really no different to me. It's a different kettle. Of yeah, unfortunately, fish. you need to hire people for this uh, this trend to be relevant. Can't. Exactly. Uh, Can't. Next best on ground for me. Paul, finally, some sensationalist clickbait has working in our favour. We, shard, we started oh, really? this show to call out the fake news and Bloomberg. Where's Bloomberg sit on trust levels for business? Uh, not sure. They'd be up there, wouldn't they? Bloomberg. One of the two right. here. How's this? Adrian Wool 
Dridge writes, the accountant shortage threatens capitalism's future. Threatens capitalism's future. Not Stalin, not Hitler, not Putin, not the mess that is the Middle East, the shortage of accountants. That's a big call. A big call, but I'm, I'm glad that some of this language is coming back our way. Fascinating read, by the way. Capitalism fundamentally requires trust in financial systems, and if there aren't enough accountants to prepare accurate financial statements, then you can't trust the information. You can't trust the system. Very interesting. I think it's, I think it's a real issue. I, I really, uh, I've said this for years, David, that um, I think the market, the people who talk about accounting do fundamentally uh, not understand that we are in a relationship game. We do we do a lot that is transactional, but we really are in a relationship game. And there's been a, a concentrated effort over 10 plus years to talk smack about the accounting industry. Therefore, we do have uh, less less of the next generation of accountants. David, there is going to be an awful lot of work and I tell you, after the uh, last couple of years, I don't think there's many accountants who are going to quite hang on as long as our uh, previous generation. And, uh, and these millennials don't seem to, uh, to, want, to want to come through. It's a great show, Paul. I put all the content in. I'm going to talk about it, and you're just going to respond on the spot without putting any thought or any effort in. It must be good to just be a stand-up start and hit your, part, hit your, hit your BP every time. Pretty good. <laughs> works works for me, David. Kind of I've got cybersecurity. Can I? Can I? Bring, oh, you've got something. Why well, go in order? Why would you? Yeah. Sure. We we had a discussion about cybersecurity. I can't work out, David. I, I, look, I think for me this goes in good only because it's it's on the radar more and more. But I know the scams are getting more sophisticated. But like, do we? Do we just not? I don't know. Do we just not think before we click? And having said that, David, I'm sure there's some people, anyone who who spends probably as much time on Twitter as I do, uh, understands that people don't think a lot before clicking. But I just, I just don't know how some of these get up, David. Well, I think you know, there's lots of ways. Part of it's behaviour and cultural. You need leaders in organisations that tell people not to click on things that look suspicious. I can tell you one thing. If you're worried about it in your firm, and I don't, it's not because they sponsor the show. But Wheel actually solves all of this, the form of Divi Pay card. It actually solves it because that you start. Does it, you start, does it wheelie? It wheelie does. <laughs> because your staff aren't going to get emails from you. These things rely I on the power that, difference between junior staff and seniors. They're not going to get an email from you saying, hey, please go to the shops and use your own money because your firm uses Wheel. You're just going to top up a card and they're going to go pay with it. So it solves it. I still think it, it. I still think it'd get around. It, it certainly. It certainly helps. Them. I just. I don't know. I just. Have we lost the ability to pick up the phone? Oh, your bank. Your bank details. Your EFT. You've emailed me to pay a whack of cash. You've emailed me. To a graduate's not calling up a partner and saying you've given me an email. That doesn't happen. They pay on the. They play on the power indifference here, Paul. If you run an organisation where your staff don't feel like they can contact you. On another platform, you know, you don't never reply to the same text message or, you know, oh, I've changed my number. No, no, no. Find an independent way, 
call you, call your manager, call you know, call some, call the office manager, call someone else. All right, let's go. And Can we go back to the, the agenda because we're going to run out of time? Well, you haven't even sent me the agenda. I so. have. You haven't clicked on it. It's in the chat in the screen that you are on right now. Oh. It couldn't have made it easier for you. Connor I'm searching, my, I'm Connor searching my email and all this it, sort of stuff. Connor it's been a long, long couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, really tough. Really, really tough. Oh, look. You've got content in there. Oh. Connor Clune is the Senior Lecturer in Accounting at UNSW Business School, and Connor Clune has published a paper titled Governance of Professional Accounting Bodies, a Comparative Analysis. I need to pay to get oh, it. So There isn't uh, any, is there? Well, no, he's, this guy's done a research article on it. It was published on uh, 30 March 2021, and it was published in the Accounting, Auditing, and Accountability Journal. Seems relevant. Uh, Connor's going to be joining us from the trenches in the future. We're going to try to work out how can an average member get elected to the board? If, if you search Accountants Daily for Cairns Board, like every second article is a member trying to challenge the board and then it fizzles out and doesn't go anywhere. Something's up. It seems too hard. It's pretty tightly managed, let me, uh, I, I believe. It's, it seems, uh, be it by function or, or form. But uh, yeah, it seems it seems pretty uh, pretty hard. Well, I don't think any. I mean, a lot of professional a, a lot of professional bodies have the same issue. I think. Next up on the David Boyer show with snippets from Paul Meisner after he says something relevant. Louise Southall is the economist and small business specialist at Zero, and uh, posted oh. on LinkedIn that the Reserve Bank of Australia has quoted Zero's small business insights report as a fast data source that is being used in monetary policy deliberations. From the Trenches has been a huge fan of Small Business Insights, instigated by Trent Innes originally. My comment at the time was, "We the market moves based on NAB's Business Confidence Index, which can literally move because a business person had a crap day when they filled out the survey. It's great to see fast data, in inverted commas, being used. Well done, Zero, getting your rapid data into policymaking in Australia. We have uh, spoken about this on the show, David, previously. A great story from Rod Drury where he walked into the, I think it was the New Zealand equivalent of the, the Bureau of Statistics and said that, uh, yeah, yeah, what are you seeing? And uh, and they had a, a good discussion on the fact that Zero had more up-to-dated, uh, updated data. Um, yeah, look, I think... I think fast data will be the the point. It's interesting to see like um, single touch payroll data certainly, and the government data as we look towards tax admin three point We should do a show on that, David, when that starts tax getting out. We should also do a show on e invoicing because it's just we're not doing a show on e invoicing. It's got some real we're issues. Not, it's got some real issues I'm that not, nobody's ready for else. and Go nobody's get talking Becca about. I'm not doing a show on e-invoicing. As normal. I can't even hear you because you drift in and out it's of that. It's boring. If you want listeners to pay attention, don't do it on e-invoicing. It's boring. Uh, all right. Um, great engagement from the Tax Institute on Twitter. Well done. Uh, member body really doing uh, – actually, I think a very excellent job here. Uh, I was on Twitter. I don't go on Twitter as much anymore. Although I went on last night to post photos of the blood moon because I went down to the Gold Coast with my daughter and we had an absolute ball down there. And I, I posted because I thought it was a good photo and then realised there's, what, 7 billion – oh, by the way, there's 7 billion people on Earth now. 
fair mm. few people taking photos of the blood moon. I'm not sure mine is going to make the annual. I'm not sure Encyclopedia Britannica are going to be putting my photo of the blood moon in their records. Lisa Gregg on Twitter says, any possibility of opting out of marketing and partner emails, Tax Institute, IPA and Chartered Accountants? Of those three accounting bodies, which one wrote back saying, we'll send you a private message to resolve this? Thanks. It's a very low bar when you're talking about IPA normally do. Yeah, they and miss that one. Well done. Conway normally, normally gets back. Oh, that's, that's, well done, that's, that's, CA, just happy to let that one ride. No, nah, can't opt out. Not interested in helping you on Twitter. Why would we? I have not seen, I, I'm not saying that this has never happened, but I have not seen CA's social media team reply to anything ever. They used to reply to us. I've never seen them reply to any. I, I, I can't. Basic, oh, I'll have to check. Basic Certainly brand in- management in 2022. Basic brand management. Ask Orange Girl. Call up Orange Girl and ask her what she thinks. She replied to me over uh, just recently. Well, she yeah, does. Just, about the login. Zero's oh, I love OG. Famous uh, social media. Um, and a final thing, Paul, um, for me. Oh, two things, actually. Final best on ground. RIP Simple Fund Desktop. One of the oldest and most used pieces of accounting software over the last oh, 30 years, I want to say. 1997 it started, 25 years. Simple Fund Desktop, reading from the BGL press release launched in 97, Simple Fund Desktop changed the game when it came to SMSF administration. True, offering an alternative to completing calculations in Excel and very manual cumbersome processing. Well done, Ron, Daniel, Adriana, the team at BGL. Uh, end of life for a product that changed the game. Of course, now BGL users are using Simple Fund 360 on the cloud. That that'll that will um, uh, that that will clean out some that will clean out some firms. Uh, there are still there are oh, still some people. Boyer Partners might be one of them. I'd bet your I dad. What's your dad use? Uh, no, he's on the cloud version. What's your dad use? Uh, I think just like a printed ledger. <laughs> he just still he still carves it into stone, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> but you know what he says? We'll make more money than all those young zero firms with all their expensive technology. He's probably right. Uh, uh, no, there's plenty of firms. I reckon the majority of firms are like that, by the way. But anyway. Um, I won't get that's a different thing. David Boy's taken the accounting mark. Oh, good. Anyway, switching off desktop somewhere. That's big. That's big. Deloitte calls crisis meeting. Worst on, worst on ground right at the end. Oh, there you go. Right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's it's my show. I can do whatever I want. Deloitte, because you're giving nothing. <laughs> Mr. Barn Bugle on my private jet and my private I've runway. Got, I've got notes written on a. On a letter Piece of that paper, I and you to want to open. have a barb at my dad for his lack of use of tech. You've written on, literally put this show on the back of an envelope. Senior leaders at Deloitte have blamed high turnover, fatigue staff, missed deadlines and significant partner departures for declining quality of firms, firms audit work in a crisis meeting on Monday. This article's from October 25th. Um, fair comment online. That's probably a cultural issue at Deloitte. They're in damage control because ASIC said the quality of the firm's audit work had deteriorated. ASIC said this about four of the top six firms, that the quality of audit work is deteriorating. The lack of accountants is at crisis mode at the moment because if Bloomberg are right that that capitalism is threatened, well, all the early data signs are here for us. Uh, The three horsemen are lining up on the horizon 
and capitalism's done for Paul, according to Bloomberg. But the, the early data signs coming out, it is an absolute catastrophe that we don't have enough accountants. And I'll tell you what, I originally liked Chartered Accountants' Difference Makers campaign, but it's actually useless. We don't need more demand coming from small business. We need more accountants. CA's strategy is Difference Makers. It should be Accountant Makers. Yeah, well, I wonder if if uh, our professional bodies didn't abdicate all the voices and thought leadership just to hashtag ad, let any software company that wants to pay put a voice on their platform about how automation is going to take over the world. Uh, David, they might there might be students who would want to stick around. That's it. That's a show. Yeah, no, it's not. Oh. I've got to keep going. Oh, written you've got down. stuff written on your piece of paper. How good. Uh, very quickly, David, because I know we, we both do have to go, but the uh, I put a post up on the federal budget. Um, two very quick things, David, exceptionally disappointing for me. One is the, the fact that a – and this isn't about – which side of politics? It's kind of largely irrelevant. I think it's just a comment about about politics in general. A new government that is fresh, haven't governed in ages, have this, um, uh, you know, had a, a great victory. This is their first budget. It's a, it's a, it was a half budget. It was a mini budget. You cannot get any further away from uh, the next election. This is your chance to stamp your mark. And while you certainly don't need to clear the debt in one swoop, you probably shouldn't add to it. I think the fact that there was $10 billion of additional spending than saving in the first budget, just I, I, I just don't know how politicians just seem to be in a debt, grow the debt political cycle. I think it's going to hand over a crushing debt to the next generation. I think it is absolutely uh, abominable. Uh, That's number one. And number two is the professional bodies, again, just it was more about selfies at Parliament House than it was about representing members. I mean, it was was appalling that one professional body who shall remain nameless gave the budget a score for small business out of seven out of ten. That is just absolutely pandering to whomever to try to keep relevance. Council of Small Business Associations? Anyway, David. They published it. Small business. Small business. You're happy to take on cans, but you won't say Cosboa gave the budget 7 out of 10 when there was Small business was was mentioned 14 times in the budget, and it was basically, it was was across two real, two or two real initiatives. Um, and to say that it was anything, come out and say it, there was nothing for small business, which is fine. But don't try to sell it to your members who are small business as some kind of win because, frankly, we just see through it. Those, those two things were, uh, were, just, were just abominable. Uh, in my in my mind, the second one is uh, this is you know my favourite time of year of in my uh, BS radar where the AFR brings out its uh, absolute pi in competition in the top 100 accounting firms and uh we all go you know we all sit there and it's all how big's your timesheet 
uh, and all the growth, the growth <laughs> figures. What? There is no, there is no uh, calculation on organic growth versus acquired growth. It's the same people who are just swallowing up firms, pretending that they are growing at a rate of knots. No, they're not. It does remind me of a game of musical chairs. Uh, it is, but nobody says that it's like for like growth. And, yeah, but and, said top. It was top, yeah, and, and they pretend that it's the top firms. Well, you no, can talk it's about the biggest. Top all you want, but they but, pretend and, and, it's the best. But, no, 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 no it's mate, just they, the biggest. They they might be the biggest, but they're not. They're not pretend. No, nobody think they're not sitting there saying this is like for like. And inorganic growth is a legitimate growth strategy. Well, it is. So I can Just go in the small business Facebook group. I, I can go in the it's, small business accounts Facebook group right now, and there are firms selling fees and buying fees. Small firms play this game as well, Paul. I'm not saying they don't. No, I'm just saying that to, you can't claim that you've got 200% growth when. 199% of it has come from just a, a whole nother firm that you've just bolted on. That's not growth. And small businesses don't say they're growing. They they bring in fees for other reasons. Anyway? Uh, it is growth, categorically. I think you're wrong on that. <laughs> it is growth. It's fundamentally growth. You're taking a number, you're adding another number, and you're getting a bigger number. Listeners, tell David he's wrong. Listeners, Tell Paul that not everything is a direct attack on his way of barn bugle life. Enjoy the luxury, Paul. What shirt are you wearing, by the way? It's a lovely salmon palm tree print. Sorry, it's just, you know, like I brought you by Gazman in case they want to sponsor the show. I'm a big Gazman fan myself, Paul. I've hit 40, so now that's all I can wear. You do reach a certain age and it gets, yeah, uh, it gets to be the, the easiest. Anyway, what a, what a wonderful show, David. Well done for your, uh, Thank you. for your efforts, mate. Thank you. Thank you. I feel I'm like I just kicked 20 and goals speak. and the midfield didn't get a clearance. I, I'm uh, I'm turning the turn up. I'm uh, really turning into my role of turn up and speak. So, no, that was wonderful. <laughs> mate, you're an absolute pleasure. Have a great time on, on, uh, at Barn Bugle and uh, I'll see you all later, listeners. Have a good one. Thanks again for listening to an episode of From the Trenches. David and I love to hear from listeners, so you can reach out if you've got feedback or story ideas, get in touch. I can be reached on Twitter at PaulMeissner underscore or on LinkedIn, Paul Meissner. I'm on Twitter at David Boyar, B-O-Y-A-R, on LinkedIn, David Boyar. From the Trenches.